Hi there, and welcome to Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart. I'm excited to have you here with me. So, who am I? I'm a single mom, a producer, an entrepreneur, an author, a speaker, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But most of all, today, I'm your host, Letitia Johnson. Now, before we get started, I've got a question for you. Have you ever experienced something that shook you to your core? I'm sure you have. Something that has made you question your worth and your value? Well, so have I. So today, let's talk about it. I want you to sit back, listen close, and join me as we prepare to discover, uncover, and even rediscover the beauty in who we are. How's everyone doing? Well, just to give you a heads up, this episode is going to be a short one. It's going to be short, sweet, and to the point. Let me ask you, has this happened to anyone else? You get to a point in your crossroad where you don't know which side of the fork in the road you should take. I don't know if this has been the case for you, but for me, there have been times where I just stayed there, pondering the pros and the cons of each direction. But then I looked up and I realized that time was passing, that opportunities have come and gone. Have you ever felt like you've been held hostage? Fear, pain, and disappointment have gripped you to the point of feeling like you're chained to the ground, as though your wings have been clipped and you're no longer able to soar. You try to breathe, but you quietly suffocate on past failures. All the chatter in your mind of what ifs are keeping you grounded like a plane in the storm. Sometimes the voice of intimidation can ring so loud that the echo it leaves behind sends a shock wave through your core. You start to wonder, am I really what the whispers say I am? Whether those are the whispers of others, whether those are the whispers of insecurity, whether those are the whispers of fear, whether those are the whispers of comparison. Am I really what those whispers say I am? And standing there, you feel the breeze of possibilities blow across your face. But there's an underlying current that tries to hook you and chain you to the ground. Fear, the enemy of your soul, is draining you of the very hope infused into your veins. So standing there, you ask yourself, do I reach for the sky and brush my fingers against the veil of opportunities? Or do I stand here, allowing the very hope I have inside of me to drain out of me, which leaves me lifeless and limp? Well, I've been there. And I want to tell you that there is hope. Joy can be restored and you can breathe again. You can live again. I know You've gotten so used to pushing things down and hiding it and, you know, I'm good, I'm good, it's, it's fine, I'm good. And you go through the motions and you become like on autopilot, like a robot, where you just go through the motions with no feeling. And that's not the best case scenario. Your smile can return. Your hope can peer around the corner of your soul. And if it asks you, is it safe to come out? You will have the courage to say yes. Yes, it is. But in order to experience this newness, you have to have the courage to make a choice. 
You see, after disappointment or pain of any kind, a choice has to be made. Well, actually three choices become available. With each disappointment or painful experience, one, you can either regress and go back. Two, you can stay stuck and become stagnant. Or three, use it as a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. So today in this episode, we are going to discuss ways to use it as a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. See, the secret is that sometimes opportunities are hidden in the setback. Well, Letitia, you're wrong. My situation is so bleak that I cannot see any opportunities. I do not believe you. I've been there. And because I'm no longer in that space or in that place, my prayer is that my life, my experiences can be a lighthouse for you to navigate your way through the storm. Now, am I perfect? (laughs) Nowhere close to it. I am still a work in progress. However, there are some hurdles that I've overcome both successfully and somehow made it through, although unsuccessfully. And by sharing my experience, I'm hoping it will help infuse you with courage to live again. And if you're skeptical, it's okay. I've been there too. I had to learn how to become better and not bitter through my experiences. Whether it was forgiving my father to heal and create what is now a beautiful father-daughter exchange. Forgiving the men that sexually assaulted me. Forgiving old friends that betrayed me. Forgiving myself for betrayals. Forgiving former co-workers. Forgiving past loves. (laughs) or what I thought at that time was a form of love. So many other things that either hurt or offended me, I had to learn how to be better, to be a better me and not a bitter me. For me, the bitterness became a protective shield, or so I thought, hardened my heart to so many things. I began to trust the bitterness. It became a familiar taste to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I was still nice and pleasant externally, but inside I was protective, I was angry, and I was rotting emotionally. When I started to realize how the bitterness was spilling over into other areas of my life and that it was starting to impact those around me that I loved and that actually loved me back, it was time to make a choice. But I needed the courage to do it. And at the time, I didn't feel like I had enough answers to successfully navigate those waters. So I gave up. I thought it was impossible. I thought it was hopeless. I stopped believing. I stopped expecting. I stopped hoping. All of those things. And I went back into my shell. My protective barrier of bitterness. My protective barrier of distrust. My protective barrier of unbelief and skepticism. And then one day, I came across this song. It's a song by Jessica Reedy. It's R-E-E-D-Y. And the song is called Better. First time I heard it, it washed over me like a water to a stone. It did nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's how hardened I was. Then I listened to it again and I began to cry. And then I listened to that song so much, I knew it backwards and forwards. I knew it so well, I even ended up dancing to that song at an event. There's a part in the song where the lyric says, If you let it, life can leave you so bitter but you have to believe that it can get better. And I remember the first time, well, the second time actually that I heard it, I laughed. In the midst of my tears, I laughed. And I thought, that's such a lie. How can it get better? 
Why are people lying on these songs? And then I listened to it again and again. And as I went through my healing process, I realized it can and it does get better. Not perfect, but better. Okay, Letitia, you are talking big, but how do I actually do that? What are the steps that I can take to learn to live again? Because keeping it real, I can't see past the pain. And I don't need another metaphor or another story. I need practical tips. I understand any skepticism, any fear, any doubt, any anger, all of it. I went through all of those emotions. But if you make it through this and you don't give up, you will see that it does get better. So let's cover four ways you can get headed in the right direction. And of course, there are more, but you can at least start with these. Number one, have a safe space, a community that can help you stay accountable as you heal and as you grow. A place where you can vomit up all of the pain, all of the hurt, all of the disappointment, so that you can become emotionally whole again. Consult a therapist or a counselor if need be. But surround yourself with people who you know can handle the weight of you. What do I mean by that? That they'll love you no matter what. They'll be there no matter what. You can go through this process and you know that they're there for you. That they're not going to turn their backs and leave you. But they're going to help you walk through this. They're going to invest in you to be better. And if you don't have that support system, or even if you think you don't have that support system, set up an appointment with a therapist. Set up an appointment with a counselor so that they can help you walk through this. But it's important to have a safe space. Number two. Practice letting go. Now, I talked about this in the previous episode. Stop rehearsing the past. Stop holding on to a grudge because when you do that, it's like holding on to a buoy in the middle of the ocean as you let ships pass you by. Here's a tip it worked for me. Hopefully, it'll work for you. But if not, that's fine. Find what works once again for you. As those thoughts were coming to me, as various thoughts were coming to me, of the past. Sometimes I'd be like, nope, I'm not going to think about that. No, stop. No. And it may have seemed silly, but it helped me where I had to speak louder than my thoughts. And I had to take control of those thoughts. I had to put a rein on those thoughts. Number three, ask for help. I'm going to say it again for all my independents out there. <laughs> ask for help. The beauty is you can ask for help from those who support you and from those you trust. I understand asking for help is not easy, especially when you're used to being independent. It's not something that comes naturally. It was hard for me. Honestly, sometimes it still is. I wasn't used to people helping me or even wanting to help me, let alone me asking. I was raised with the philosophy, don't depend on nobody get it done yourself. And so I had to learn how to undo that. Or rather, I had to unlearn that mindset and that mentality. And you want to know one of the ways that broke my pride was when my health was recovering. When I finally got home from the hospital, my mom had to be my caregiver. I would get so frustrated and so angry that I would have to have someone help me out of the bed, help me wash my body, help me walk to the bathroom and use the toilet. A grown woman having to hold onto the rail in the bathtub and having her mother wash her body. I was upset. I was embarrassed. 
I was disappointed. I was angry. Pretty much any emotion you could think of, I felt during that time. But then I had to shift my mindset and realize asking for help is not a weakness. Let me say that again. Asking for help is not a weakness. I'm not meant to carry everything. We are not meant to carry everything. Now, even though I still do this when it comes to groceries, <laughs> I will carry 10 bags on each arm before I try going back to the car. And don't judge me because I know some of you do the same thing. But all jokes aside, yes, that's something I need to get better at. I have to remind myself, even in that, I don't have to do it all. I have to give myself permission to be human. And for all my single moms out there, it's easy for us to do that and get in that mindset of, I got to take care of everything. I got to do it. I got to take care of everything. If I don't do it, it doesn't get done. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you do have the help. You may not recognize it as of yet. So give yourself permission to be human. Number four, make your future so big that yesterday disappears. Letitia, what do you mean by that? Make your future so big that yesterday disappears. Well, put focus back into who you are. Put focus back into what makes you happy. What brings you joy and peace. Put focus back into what you're good at and how it can help others. Rather than stopping and wallowing in the pain, in the midst of the depression, you're sitting there. Get up, dust yourself off, and begin to believe in you again. My friend, if you let it, pain can pass. But sometimes we get so comfortable in our pain that it's become our life accessory. We don't really know who we are without it. We haven't put it down long enough to discover who we truly are and discover how to navigate in this new normal. Now, before we go, here are a few more ways. I know I originally said four, (laughs) but I'm in a giving mood. So don't focus on anything that doesn't belong in your present or in your future. The past is behind you for a reason. So monitor what's in your line of sight because if you drive, you already know what you focus on, you tend to gravitate towards. Another one, reimagine your future and your potential. Begin to see yourself living again. Begin to see yourself dreaming again. Even if you have to do a vision board that helps you get out of that funk, do it. Pick up the dreams and the desires you've put on the shelf. And here's an assignment. Daily, weekly, or monthly, take steps towards it. And before you know it, you've accomplished a goal. You've accomplished a dream. Another tip, don't get stuck. This is only a chapter of your life. This is not the whole story. So turn the page and experience a new chapter, a new part of the story. And you may find that it's extremely beautiful. Another one, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your future because you've been ripped off in the past. Try again. Breathe again. Start again. Two more and then we're done. Give yourself permission to live again. Give yourself permission to laugh again, to experience life again, and even love again. A tip that I did, I had to look myself in the mirror. First, I wrote it down, and then I had to look myself in the mirror so that I can believe me. And I can hear me saying to myself, I give you permission to live again. Letitia, you have full permission to live again. So here's another assignment for you. And it may feel awkward and that's normal. But if you got to write it down, if you got to record your voice and play it back to yourself, whatever it is, but tell yourself, I 
and then put your name in there. Give you permission to live again. Your name, you can laugh again. Or in this case, Letitia, we're going to laugh again. We're going to experience life again. And this one took me a while to say, but Letitia, you're going to love again. And someone's going to love you right back. You're going to be loved well. A love like you've never known before. Okay, that's enough on that one. (laughs) The last one. Believe that something beautiful can happen when you push past the feeling of giving up. And I pray that those of you who are listening and on the verge of giving up, that you get a second wind to keep going. Rather than throwing in the towel, take it to wipe your sweat, wipe your tears, and my dear, keep going. Finally, don't overlook small victories while you're waiting on your big breakthroughs, no matter what the small victory is. If you were finally able to get out of bed and wash your face, congratulations, champion. If you were able to forgive, congratulations, champion. If you were able to stop yourself from cussing someone out, let's keep it real. Congratulations, champion. And if you have made steps towards your dreams, congratulations, champion. I applaud you. I celebrate you. Now go give yourself permission to celebrate yourself and get excited for the healing and the growth that is available. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week as we continue our journey of discovery. But... Before we say goodbye for now, show some love for your new favorite podcast, Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart, and leave a review. I can't wait to chat with you. See you next week.